1: Watch
2: alone, everyone. Aha, you umsaha ye shna ketim hato Tishtapeh na neko de shbero shkol hutso bene tion hai This week is Tisha B'Av, the day on our
1: calendar where we mark the greatest tragedies to have befallen the Jewish people over time. The destruction of both Bate Mikdash, the holy temples in Jerusalem, one in 586 BCE, the second in 70 CE. It's a day where we also hold space to remember the Crusades, the Spanish Inquisition, the Holocaust. We fast for 25 hours and sit on the ground at night, and we read Echa Lamentations, from which I just read a few verses. Needless to say, it is an intense day, and the period leading up to Tisha B'Av is increasingly intense as well. Over the course of three weeks, we adopt more and more mourning practices, such as not cutting our hair, or shaving, not listening to live music, even not doing laundry. <laughs> I know. Liturgically, we have also been on a journey. This Shabbat is the third and last of a series of Haftarot, called the Haftarot de Pur Anuta, Profec- Prophetic Readings of Admonition. After Tisha B'Av, Wednesday night through Thursday night this year, we will make the transition to seven haftarot de nechemta, prophetic readings of comfort. But we're not there yet. And if you are someone who is familiar with the ta'amim, the trope systems that we use, you did hear uh, Rabbi Scheinlin include trope from Eicha today, lamentations. And these were instances where words and phrases in today's haftara were similar to what we'll read in Eicha, the Book of Mourning and Lament, that takes place after the destruction of the temple, whereas today's haftarah was a prophecy of what might happen in the future if the people didn't change their behavior. So what is the liturgical power that can come from this day, from having Eicha in our haftarah already in advance of actually reading Lamentations on Tisha B'Av? I think it's the rabbi's attempt to shake us a little bit. Do you hear that melody? Do you hear those words? Even the word eicha, how, showed up in our reading today. This admonition today, before we get to Tishab'av, it is real. Don't let it go in one ear and out the other. Shabbat chazon, which is what this day is called, connecting us to the first word of our haftarah, the vision of Isaiah, of Yeshayahu, Shabbat Chazon tells us to have vision, to see clearly what is going on and to do something to prevent the destruction that we know will happen and we'll read about in just a few days. When the rabbis look back on the destruction of the Bate Mikdash, the holy temples, they try to offer explanations for why they were destroyed. Now they see the destruction as an act of God based on the behaviors of the people. And now we, we will... Most likely, many of us disagree with that theology, but it's still interesting to look at their explanations. They say the first temple was destroyed because of egregious sins like murder and idolatry. And the second temple was destroyed because of sinat chinam, baseless hatred. These explanations put the destructions and the subsequent exiles in the hands of the people. The focus is not primarily on the leadership. And similarly here, Isaiah is really calling on all of the people to make change. And I think that's because we know that a soul voice, an individual voice of moral courage, even in Isaiah, is not enough. Change happens when we, the people, have the chazon, have the vision to recognize corruption and hypocrisy and complacency, both in our leadership and in ourselves. And also the vision to see, as Isaiah does, multiple potential paths forward. In the first section of today's Haftarah, the path that he describes is destruction and desolation, period. But then in the rest of the Haftarah, he offers us other paths as well, paths of hope and change and redemption. Israel right now stands on the verge of a judicial overhaul that would remove the standard of reasonableness, which is a tool that the Supreme Court can use. Without a constitution, which Israel does not have one, this is one of the essential checks on government that is in place. It is one in a potential series of laws that would undermine the potential for Israel's very democracy. For the past 30 weeks, hundreds of thousands of Israelis have been taking to the streets every Saturday night. I am sure many of us have seen those videos and those photos. I I saw it. um, that number described, if we were to compare it percentage-wise to Americans, compared to like 70 million Americans taking to the streets. So it helps you understand a little bit of the magnitude and the power. And I heard that even just today, uh, many Israelis marched in protest from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And uh, this week, as things have been escalated, as moves towards passing this legislation have become more and more real, over 1,000 Air Force pilots and personnel said they won't show up for military duty next week if these judicial overhauls are pushed through. Doctors briefly went on strike threatening to shut down the healthcare system. The people in Israel have vision. We are about to enter Shavua Shechalbo, the days between Shabbat and Tisha B'Av the last Shabbat before Tisha B'Av. It translates as the week when it happens. <laughs> in Sephardi traditions, some of the morning practices that I mentioned earlier, those, those practices only start now, in these last few days between Shabbat Chazon, where we are today, and Tisha B'Av itself. And I think this window, this literal window right now, but also what it symbolizes, is the most powerful and terrifying time on the calendar. Because it's when we've heard all three haftarot of admonition, It's, it's when we've heard what Isaiah had to say to us today about the paths forward. And maybe our challenge is to allow ourselves, to push ourselves in this window, to take seriously the responsibility of the people to choose on which of those paths we are going to walk. In the JPS Bible commentary of Haftarot, it says on Shabbat Chazon, anticipation and memory fuse, as we hear the echoes of what we're going to read in just a few days. And we pray that when we look back on this Shabbat Chazon, it it is with relief and with an awareness that through the power of the people, through hundreds of thousands of Isaiahs, and all those who are gathering also in protest across our country and across the world, including every Sunday morning at the Federal Building here in Los Angeles, that awareness and that appreciation that through the power of these people, of all of them and all of us, we might preserve the vision of the democratic ideals of peace and of justice for all that make up this sacred and complicated country what Isaiah called today our fair Zion we pray that we are mer- merit to see this last line of today's haftarah zion bemishpat vishava May zion be redeemed with justice and her repentant ones with
2: righteousness Ay ay ay, oh, oh, oh. ay, 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 ay. I
1: Please rise in any way you're able. <laughs> <laughs>